I'm Gary. And I'm Clark. And this is the Red Cedar Rundown. The self-proclaimed number one MSU football and basketball podcast. On this week's episode, we'll be looking back at the great bounce back win against Purdue and looking ahead to this week's game against Maryland. As always, send us your comments and we'll be sure to read them on the show. So let me get this episode started by first and foremost by shaming Clark. Okay. Let's go. Feed me. I'm ready for it. Let's hear it. Well, you were... Spit it out. Right now, I would call you the Benedict Bandwagon Clark. Mm. Let's see. You predicted against Michigan State last week. Yep. Did you even go to the game? had to work so i couldn't make it so there's that <laughs> likely you knew, that. you knew that i mean the main question are you in or, or are you out clark you were in you were out where are you right now in or out on what i don't know what were you saying before you were after before the michigan game you were fully back in after the penn state win after michigan you were fully understand out. this guy okay understand this i'm never out i'm never all the way out I'm always fringe. I'm always on the line. I'm always in. I'm always there. I, wa- I, I watch the game. Don't you know we do record this episode, and I can literally go back. I'm pretty sure you said you were all the way out. I never said that. Well, there's no fact checking on this podcast, so we'll never know. Well, actually, if you just go back and listen to no the last episode, go, no, one's, no one's going back and listening to the last episode here. <laughs> Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, just hit back I mean, and I then in, click here's on, what I'm in on the last episode. Here's what episode. I'm in on, supporting the team and watching the rest of the football games the rest of the season. Okay, so you're going to be going to the Ohio State game then? I will actually be out of state at a concert that night, so I will mm, not be in attendance. Convenient. You just said you were going to be attending the rest of the game, but it's okay. I did not. I said I will be watching the rest of the games. I never said attend. Okay. Nice try. Agreed to disagree. Nice try, Benedict Gary. Uh, no. No. They're bandwagon Clark is is what you are. So, yeah, I guess if going to season, you know, having season tickets for twenty five years and attending, attending half the games. games makes me a Benedict and bandwagon, then I'm a bandwagon. Fair enough. I was wrong, and I told you I'd be happy if I was case, wrong. Case and I'm closed. very happy right now. So <laughs> that's case closed. <laughs> uh, okay, let's get actually into the Michigan State football team, though. So, great bounce back win. Things were looking very bleak. We had no idea how this team was going to score. And then the boy Rocky. And then Jalen Naylor. (laughs) But mostly Rocky, though. Let's just say that. And as excited as I was about how our team looked with Rocky at the helm, I'm even more pissed now about the Michigan (laughs) game. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like I was excited after the game about winning, but then I was just like even more angry. I'm like, what were we thinking? How did this decision get made that Rocky Lombardi, as we said before, a full strength Rocky Lombardi Coach is? D. Yeah, it was Coach D's call. I, I I don't know who told me this. Someone said at one of the pressers that some one of the um, uh, writers or reporters asked Dave Warner about the decision, and he like looked over to D'Antonio, said it wasn't my decision. That was me. I told you that. Yeah, was it? It was it. Yeah. And it was. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. yeah he so. said, I'm going to have to defer to the head coach for that one. 
Yeah, so that... There's this loyalty coming into play again. Yeah, that loyalty seems to be biting in the butt here the uh, last couple couple times this year. Um, yeah, it's, it's not good. But going into this week, and I also want to state, Rocky Lombardi named uh, co-freshman of the week uh, for the Big Ten. somebody else? Yeah, I don't actually. Who code? I don't know. I don't know, know who code on that. I don't that. know. I don't know offhand. And don't going think, into this game, Lewerke and Lombardi are listed as co-starters. Dude, stop. Stop this. No. So I don't want it to. Nah. It's going to be interesting. I think someone asked him if it would be similar to the 2013 uh, QB competition between Cook and Maxwell, was it? That was a circus. Yeah. yeah. So, and I, I mean, I agree his loyalty is with Lewerke. Lewerke has definitely proven himself. He, you know, led us to a 10-3 and three season last year and, you know, broke a record in one game and has looked pretty solid, except, you know, uh, the injury must have the been turnovers. a factor. Yeah, uh, the turnovers have been bad, and we talked about that. You know, some definitely can be blamed on him. Others can be blamed elsewhere. But, yeah, he definitely he definitely takes the brunt of the blame for the mistakes he's made this year. But moving forward, it'll be very interesting, especially if Lorky can't go again and Lombardi leads us to another victory. How do you pull him out if he continues to have success? And I'll tell you right now, just watching the game live last week, there was a lot of things I thought he did really well. He did a really good job of a lot of times like selling the run and then pulling up and just firing a laser like six or seven yards, which I haven't seen Lewerke do all year. He seemed more confident and uh, definitely more zip on the ball. Yeah. And, you know, we got to take this with a grain of salt. It's Purdue's defense. So. They were like second to last in college football and pass defense too. But I'll take that for a rookie quarterback. First game and against a Big Ten opponent, three hundred yards, two touchdowns, victory. I'm I'm pleased. Yeah, and uh, you know it definitely bodes well for not only this season if Lorkey does go down again, if he does come back, that is, and goes down again, and for you know the future for Michigan State quarterbacks it's a good problem to have yeah exactly i think D'Antonio said that specifically um but you know the injuries <laughs> we've talked about it every single show another injury to name out this week matt allen is out and won't be traveling to maryland oh yep can see that he wasn't traveling yeah, buter yeah. starting in his place yeah, i saw blake buter against purdue he, he finally saw what he looked like yeah and it I wasn't it, great d'antonio said today in his presser it's been a challenge We'll get those guys back, and when they, when we do get them back, we'll be a more versatile team than we were before, which is true. I would hope so. Well, yeah. I yeah. mean, these guys have been having to be played out of position, probably out of their comfort zone pretty much the whole season because of injury. So, yeah, it's it'll be good once uh, <laughs> we get healthy at some point. Another uh, note from last game uh, and a change in the depth chart for this week, Matt Sokol and Dotson are named as co-starters finally. Good. Dotson uh, had a career high with four catches and 48 yards last week. So we can just move on. He must on. be listening to the Red Cedar rundown. and We can just go with him moving forward. Yeah, he had some great catches and looks like he knows how to actually use his hands. Yeah. Compared to Sokol. Uh, maybe Sokol's fine if he wants to block. I don't care. Be a blocking tight end. Yeah. Serve his purpose and just head on back to the bench whenever we need to throw the football. <laughs> Ride a little pine, buddy. And then another injury note. Uh, Josiah Scott looks like he will be coming back for this game. Did, did they say he's going to play? The most likely going to be playing so this game. So did they dress him last game just so he could serve his suspension? Yeah, and that's 
he didn't get any playing time, and that's I know it's been asked, or I saw it was being asked on the internet about why they would start him this game because I think you can only play up to four games um, without taking a re- having eligibility for the red shirt. Oh, so he could still redshirt if he played four games. Yeah. So, but you realize if they play four, there's still four games left plus a bowl game. That'd be five games. Mm-hmm. And I think someone asked D'Antonio about that, and he didn't Rutgers. say spe- he doesn't need exa- to play. Exactly. Against Rutgers. Yeah. He, 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 he doesn't literally need to said play. he's gonna yeah. he's gonna sit him for another game, and yeah, you all know what game that's gonna be. <laughs> yeah, it's the worst team of all time. That's a good call. Yeah, I like that. We could put Chris Clark at corner for that game, and we'd probably shut win down, <laughs> shut down Chris Clark Island. <laughs> yeah and uh yeah it'd be uh it'll be very helpful for this defense but this defense right now they are playing at do i dare i say elite level right now uh, dare i say dare you might dare say that they're playing pretty good yeah i mean they shut down the second ranked offense of the big 10 they make them look made them look pretty mediocre this week i would say yeah i wasn't impressed with purdue's offense whatsoever how did they put up that many points on Ohio State? Yeah. How that just makes me question how weak Ohio State is now on defense. I'm not going to question Ohio State just yet. Not at that point. Maybe when we start our new segment called Crazy Talk, yeah. we'll talk about that. Oh no, it's coming at the end for sure. Oh, perfect! Can't yep. wait. Yeah, looking forward to that. It's going to be real crazy. Don't worry. Plenty of uh, theories and possible routes for the Spartans here moving forward. But let, we got to get through this game first this week, which is Maryland. Maryland's been all over the place this year, so it's hard to say what team you're going to so get. So they brought their rat of a head coach back. Yep, J- DJ Durkin back. What a loser. Yep. I mean, I do think the coaches in, in – I mean, we've seen it with Izzo and D'Antonio. They do take a lot of the brunt and the blame when things go wrong. And Oh, I didn't realize they were responsible for a death. Well, I mean, I think the investigation proved that it wasn't the case. Just like certain people tried to tie Larry Nasser to Izzo and D'Antonio. So. That's a little bit different than a direct death on your football team being tied to the head football coach of the program. That's true. A little bit different. Yeah. Very, a lot different. Very different. Yeah. Point one, Clark. <laughs> I, I would say it's one to one, but I guess that can be Pass. hard to Pass. Um. So, yeah, but Maryland's been a very polarizing team this year. They, you know, beat Texas early in the year. Down. Yeah. yeah I, oh, same like similar to us. Yeah. But they lost a Temple, too, and beat Texas, they which is blown out by Temple. Yeah. <laughs> they got their ass kicked by Temple. <laughs> yeah. And they've uh, since then, they've kind of been beating up on the bottom of the Big Ten. I think they've beaten Rutgers. And last week they beat Illinois. Um, and I think the week before that, Iowa held them to zero yard or zero points. So 23 you know, nothing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So it's they've been really a hard team to figure out this year and it's a game Michigan State should win. To to be honest, with our defense, our defense is going to give us a shot every team we play and with Rocky Lombardi at the helm anything's possible. They look like a pretty big running like a pretty big rushing attack they do. Maryland. They do. That bodes well they, for us. They do. Yeah. They uh they actually have a really good rushing attack, so it's Definitely going to be strength on strength with our rush defense. Perfect. Uh, Javon Leak actually was the Big Big Ten's Offensive Player of the Week and Special Teams Player of the Week. Ooh. I think... uh, Big play threat. He's 12 carries for 200 yards and five TDs this year? Yep. Wow. Yep. Wow. 
yeah, they're second. Maryland's actually second in the conference uh, with 246 Seven, yards a game. 17 yards a carry, this kid? Yep. Wow. But, you know, we have to look at the competition. They have 246 yards a game, but I, when they played Iowa, they only had 115 what yards. What are they averaging giving up a game? I don't know. I haven't really looked good. recently. The number's really good. I know that. I know it's really good. <laughs> yeah. It will be. It will be. Strength on strength, yep. just like you said. Yep, yep. Yeah, the quarterback's numbers aren't really and popping off to me by yeah, any means. Yeah, it'll be interesting. It's just scaring me by any means. We definitely had a bounce back game against uh, Purdue. We held them to only I think sixty two yards rushing, but you know the previous two games, Penn State had two hundred five and Michigan had one eighty three. So as long as we can reestablish that and take the momentum from the Purdue game and hopefully use that for this game, will be uh, it'll be great for the team and will yeah. probably lead to a victory. So I, mean, I think Penn State and Michigan are far better football teams than Maryland. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Michigan already showed that. They kicked Maryland's ass, so. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. (laughs) But on defense, they've improved a lot this year as well. I think they were, like, near the bottom of the nation last year in defense. So they're definitely going to have – they're definitely going to be improved a little bit on that side of the ball. And hopefully our team is good enough to – secondary doesn't look too good no no they're not they definitely have a mix of youth and experience one of their stand uh standout defensive back backs has been junior safety darnell savage jr who compiled four interceptions through the first six games and i'm pretty sure they lead or are tied for first in the country in interceptions okay so we got to definitely limit the mistakes depending on who's playing quarterback and Illinois hit him for about 500 yards of total offense, so I like seeing that. Yeah, absolutely. So that bodes well for us, but, I mean, our, it's not like we have an explosive offense or anything. And, yeah, we did – I would say that uh, the one thing that we didn't do well last game is scoring points when we got into the red zone. We've or, never done that well yeah. this season. Yeah, yeah, I agree. At least with Lombardi, I feel like he didn't make a ton of mistakes. And they what they did do a lot in the Purdue game is take a lot of shots, more shots than usual, I felt like downfield yeah. they didn't really hit to any jay of them. lane they took, yeah, a, took yeah. a couple uh he beat his man too i mean you probably saw a little bit better perspective being, yeah, at, the being game. at the game yeah. definitely it looked like some of the wide receivers actually slowed up a little bit mm. and if they would have kept running full speed they would have been it would have been a great pass but wouldn't have known that because the announcers for the football game were some of the worst espn's yeah, I, ever I, produced it literally shameful shameful performance out of espn in this one I heard it was not the best coverage. Shut shut down the entire network as far as I'm concerned well, after you, that one. If you go to the games, then you don't have to deal with the coverage. It's pretty simple. Fair enough. Fair enough. So wait, are you done with Michigan State games? Get, sorry to get sidetracked, but are you done? Are, are you not attending any more games this year? I'm pretty sure last the only other game was Rutgers. Can neither confirm or deny. <laughs> not ready to talk about it yet. Don't know. <laughs> I know. I just got to call you out when I can, Clark. I'm sorry. So yeah, this is, this should be an interesting game. Um, I guess I'll go first because I'm sick of Clark stealing my pick. Mm. So the line I believe is Michigan State minus three. They're favored by three. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's on the road. Wow. Yeah. I mean, do we deserve anything better than that, though? I'm surprised we're favored in the game. That's <laughs> that's why I said wow. <laughs> And you know we 
the <laughs> the swings week, week to week on the red cedar rundown are are big because our team has been all over the place and each week i feel like after a win we're riding so high we're predicting big victories and when we lose <laughs> we're predicting us to get pretty much smashed so uh my prediction this week is actually going to be 24 to 10 michigan state wow I, i'm very high on this defense right now i think you know we did get hit with the big play against Michigan, but I think we played pretty well for most of that game. And we've definitely stepped up. We definitely stepped up against Purdue. I, I like where our team's heading right now. I I think they have some confidence and I think they're, you know, this is a, like I said, this is a team they, they should be with somewhat ease. If, if we want to be, if we're, we're going to get in the crazy talk second. We're going to disagree on that <laughs> with ease. Yeah. We're, we're, <laughs> we're going to disagree right well, there. Well, nothing has been easy this year, but yeah. Hey, we still got everything <laughs> in front of uh, us. But let's get in the crazy uh, talk segment after this. God. All right, Clark, what, what's your prediction? Um, what I predict, what I'm gonna predict versus what I think is a little bit different. I'm gonna predict that uh, Maryland's gonna score 21 points on our defense. Wow, Spartans are gonna score 24 though. We're gonna win on the last second field goal by Matt Coughlin. He's a real weapon. Spartans win. 24, 21, very. Uh, varying picks there. I like to see that for a change. Spartans win, though. I'm back in the win column. Yeah, you seem like uh, you're not fully sold on the Spartans. Yeah, you seem like you're about 10%. How in. could you be fully sold on, I'm not a team, fully... on a team that doesn't have an elite wide receiver and a team that Tony has White? two quarterbacks? He's not back yet. He might be coming back, they well, said. Oh, my Okay, let's hope so. You know, we need him because Sowards isn't cutting it. Stewart was okay last Stewart game. Stewart and, and Cody White can get it done. I think I think they're good enough, possibly with Naylor as I want jet sweeps to Naylor. Feed me jet sweeps to Naylor. Funny, I've seen I've seen more and more the jet only sweeps person that in should the be getting a jet sweep. He's the only person on the team who should be able to touch a jet sweep. Get Sowards out of there. No, I was just saying. I feel like I've. I think I'm just more. Um, aware now but i've seen more and more jet sweeps being ran in the nfl i saw the patriots do it a lot big time yesterday big last time. night taking a page out of old davy boys oh <laughs> uh, that's funny so yeah that that would uh be a big win for michigan state uh and that would you know roll us right into the ohio state game riding high and anything's possible going into that game sure i guess and Let's do you want to do with that. Let's get into our crazy talk segment. Here's our new segment, everyone. Crazy talk. Hopefully, it lasts more than one week. <laughs> it kind of depends on some of the other games this weekend yeah, for the Big Ten win this week. So I don't know if you guys have heard this, but there is a little scenario that could potentially happen that would allow Michigan State to go to the Big Ten championship game, and that is this: Michigan loses to Penn State this weekend, and then they lose to Ohio State the last game of the year. And Michigan State wins out. That's it. That's all that needs to happen. And we go to Indy over Michigan. Wow. What a theory. It's not a theory. It's just based on tiebreakers. We have to be tied with either Ohio State or Penn State at the end of the year. I'm not too confident that uh, Penn State's beating Michigan well, that's, this weekend. I think that's the biggest thing. If I don't think we can start getting too crazy with this talk until Penn State beats Michigan. And I don't, I mean, they're double-digit underdogs, I believe. It'd be a real shame if Shea Patterson were to twist his ankle in the first wow. quarter. A real shame. <laughs> a real shame. Wishing injury upon I our... didn't wish anything. I said it'd be a real shame if it happened. <laughs> 
Yeah, it would be it would be terrible. And then that series of events unfolded. It'd be crazy. It would be wild. I know I'd be an indie Gary. Would you be? I absolutely would be an indie. See you at the Iowa game. I haven't been out. Didn't see you at the Iowa game. I oh <laughs> didn't see an indie. Were you at the Ohio State game? Yeah, that's what I thought. I was at the Wisconsin game. Oh yeah, so was I. I was there too. I've been to all of them. Nice try calling me out. Nice try. Well, I know one thing. My loyalty to this team hasn't wavered. Let's get back to talking crazy real quick. If that happens, we're going to probably play Northwestern in a revenge game. Yep. In the Big Ten Championship, which I think, of course, we win talking crazy here. (laughs) I think we win by about 30 points. We're riding high. Lombardi. Is the Who's, where are we going for a bowl game? Where, who the hell's taking a three-loss Big Ten champion? Michigan State. I have no idea. Outback Bowl. Yeah. Big Ten champs. Rose Bowl. Woo. <laughs> L.A. doesn't want it. L.A. doesn't want that heat. Oh, man. All right. Well, let's get into the mailbag. We got a lot of the usual suspects on the mailbag typical, this week. Typical. Please tell your friends to listen to the, the podcast so we can get some new mailbag people s- submitting their Dean questions. H still under suspension. Yeah. And suspension is actually being reviewed. Could be extended. Could be extended. We'll have to see. Yep. He better be on his best behavior here before uh, the suspension ends. But let's go to uh, Burge in Chicago. He says... How far do you think this defense is being from the level we had in 2012 and 2013? Uh, I don't think it's close to the other ones. I think the secondary that we had on those two teams was so much far farther advanced, had so much better players. I mean, we had two first-round draft picks playing cornerback. Right, Darquez, Denard, and Trey Wayne. I mean, I, I, mean, I almost said Andre Drummond. Curtis Drummond was also in that defensive backfield. He was He played in the NFL for a few years. I just think with this, the difference is the secondary. The secondaries on the two teams aren't even comparable, and I think the rush defense was is pretty comparable to what you had now. Yeah, I actually like Joe Batchy a little bit better than uh, Max Bull at middle linebacker. Yeah, I think. But he's... I mean, you had a Denikos Allen. That guy was a freak. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, yep. I think I think the difference between the two defenses is pretty big still. Yeah. I mean, Raekwon Williams, I don't think enough has been said about his performance oh, yeah. this year. He's really... The shell has been eaten. Yeah, he's really strengthened our front line tremendously, and it's definitely showing in the run run defense. So, you know, I, I don't think enough has been said about him this year and how important he is to our team. I don't even want to say that because I feel like <sighs> the injuries yeah. knock on wood here. Uh, getting into the next question, it's uh, Adam P. from Australia, mm. our, one of our biggest Red Cedar Rundown fans. The resident Aussie. And he wants to talk about the QB situation. I said, how do you handle the QB situation for the rest of the season? Go back to Lewerke, assuming his poor performance is due to injury and depleted O-line, or go with Rocky, Balboa, Lombardi, and Groom for the future? Okay, I would uh, I would start by not playing Brian Lewerke until he's 100% healthy. I yeah. wouldn't let him see the football field until that's the case because you don't need to. You have a quarterback that can show that he can keep you in games and at least be competitive with Rocky Lombardi, so that's the evident answer. I go with Rocky Lombardi until I'm at a point where if I need to play Brian Lewerke, I play Brian Lewerke. But if the keep, team keeps winning with Lombardi while Lewerke's injured, you keep Lombardi out there. There's no point in, put, point in putting Lewerke back in there and chance getting him injured. That's where I stand with it. Yeah, no, I agree. I I, ho- I hope they do not play Lewerke if he is not 100%. Uh, or they do, yeah, they do not play him if he uh, if he's not 100%. And 
And yeah, I would ride Lombardi out as, as long as Lewerke is not 100% healthy. And, you know, what I would do, I'm going to play whoever is best, but we already know what D'Antonio is going to do. He's going to, he's loyalty. <laughs> oh, yeah. You've already heard it. Oh, yeah. Lewerke's the starter. He's proven, he's a more proven player. He's, you know, won more games and. You, there's no there unless something big happens where he's going to be the starter until he graduates i think that's yeah i mean that doesn't come as any surprise yeah unless he really starts sucking but that's actually all the mailbag questions we only had two for this week do, okay. you, do you have any other ones clark uh, i actually don't right now okay that's about it okay well we people need to step their game up yeah Please send us your mailbag questions every week so we can have a, a more candid conversation yeah. with all these Spartan fans out here. Get it here. done. Just do it. But we do have a little special uh, episode coming out towards the end of this week, a little basketball preview from the Red Cedar Rundown that we'll be looking at the season. We got a big game coming up next week against the number one team, Kansas which everyone should be extremely excited about huge uh, expectations for this year. So definitely, definitely check that out coming out on Friday this week. So everyone enjoy the Maryland game this weekend, and hopefully we'll be talking about a Spartan dub next week. And the crazy talk segment hopefully gets even crazier with a Penn state victory. I'm hoping. I can't wait for it. Can't (laughs) wait for it. Really, really, I'm gonna that be. Crazy talk I'm gonna be a real big Penn State fan this weekend. I can tell you it's that a much. Big Nittany Lion guy. Meow. <laughs> 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 nice. Okay, that's gonna do it for our episode. Tell your friends. Tell your Spartan alumni. Reach out to us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Please send us mailbag questions. I'm not gonna beg. And with that, as always, go green, go white.